Hello again, this is G.H. Edwards on, and I am G.H. Edwards. Alright, as always, we start off with our three rules. Rule number one is you must remain open-minded. You must attempt to hear what I say and think, what if it's possible? Put on the little glasses and say, well, look at the world of the world and say, what? how does this change what I'm thinking? How does this change the way I see the world? Just do your best to keep an open mind at all times. And which leads me directly into rule number two, which is uh, if and when you get offended... Do your best to think about, why am I offended right now? What am I offended about? What is this triggered? And think about that for a little while. Whatever gets triggered is probably for a reason, and uh, that'll tell you a little bit about yourself. And rule number three is that it's not enough just to hear it. You have to know it. You have to think it. You have to act it. You have to live it. You have to do something about it. All right, so, and then secondly, I would like to say... The fact that you are here and the fact that you are listening to a podcast about this kind of topics that I talk about says a lot about you. So whether you believe it or not, you're doing a great job. Keep it up. Keep on listening to things that open your mind, like this podcast. Read the books that I uh, recommend. Watch the videos I recommend. Check it out. Investigate for yourself. Don't take what I say as the truth. Investigate. All right. So this subject today is going to be a little bit about war. Um, Afghanistan's in the news all the time. I myself have been to Afghanistan. It is a glorious resort place. Five stars, recommend. Just kidding. Okay. So, what I want to talk about is, let's start with the conflict of the Great War, World War One. I'm not going to get into details about who fought who, and when they fought when, and what date was which, and whatever, whatever. Let's just say that at the end of World War One, um, was basically, I want to say caused by Germany, but Germany was... Let's say punished a lot after World War One. They went out of out of step with the rest of the world, and the rest of the world made them pay back the debts and really ostracized them and made them feel eh, kind of I guess kind of second rate. They couldn't have a a military. They really were honestly put down. This is you know 1917, early 1920s type thing. So this leads to the the period there in between where the Germans are a very proud people. They've had a long history. Everything like that. So when a guy named Hitler came up in, you know, the mid-30s and he tapped into a anger inside the Germans about the sanctions and everything like that and the debt and everything that was piled onto Germany from after World War I, whether they were right or wrong, it doesn't matter. The way that the, world, the war ended and the way the world treated Germany after that directly led to the rise of Hitler, the anger that led to the rise of Hitler which directly led to World War II. So, World War I led to World War II. I don't think anyone's going to ever dispute that. Do your research on it if you're, if you're angry about it. All right, so World War II happened. Once again, I'm not going to go through dates and positions and stuff like that, but let's just say that the ultimate victors, the ultimate winners, um, were the United States, England, and Russia. The way the war ended, um, if you... I'm going to go ahead and just give you a little precursor on it. If you're ever interested in how the world ended and how the, let's say, the West and Russia split, you can really go watch a um, a series on, by, it was by Oliver Stone, actually. It's, it's The Untold History of the United States. It's fantastic. It really goes in there. You'll notice it's almost kind of skewed a little bit towards Russia, but when you go back and research a little bit on Russia, you can kind of understand why it is. And I'm going to talk about Russia in, a, in another episode and a lot about why they do what they do and what it means and things like that, but that's it for another episode. So anyways, the way World War II ended, basically Patton said it really well. It's like, why aren't we fighting the Russians right now? We're going to be fighting them later on anyways. So 
the way it ended, the Cold War happened. Um, NATO got formed. NATO was basically it's a North, Align, North, North Atlantic Treaty Organization, and pretty much the whole point of it was just to keep an eye on Russia and, and communism. Um, so Russia created the Warsaw Pact, which took you know countries like Poland and, and Ukraine and made them basically Russian satellites. You know, Russian satellite, you know, term that a country is basically under the control of Russia, or which became the USSR. So the way World War II ended led to this, which is the Cold War. So World War II led to the Cold War. So during the Cold War, we were obviously had the Red Scare and, you know, Sputnik and everyone's watching the communists and the communists and they're everywhere and stuff like that. Um, a theory was put out there called the domino theory, which basically means that when a country falls to communism, it's going to be like a domino effect to other countries. They're all going to fall to communism. And the battle between, let's just put it bluntly, capitalism and communism, because we are capitalists and they are communist. That's for a whole other podcast episode, and I've got a long one for that one, which is actually very interesting. So don't fall asleep during that one. It's actually pretty cool whenever you, uh, whenever it gets explained correctly to you. Let me put it that way. So the domino theory was put into place um, by Eisenhower, who's a former World War II general, the, the general, I should say. Um, so when there was a conflict in Korea, America got involved. And the only reason we got involved is because of the fight of communism. So, World War One led to World War Two because of the sanctions of Germany. World War Two led to the Cold War because of the way we ended with the relationship with Russia, and because of the Cold War led to the Korean War to fight communism. So here we are in the Korean War fighting that. Um, after that, we'll just blow right past it. You know, it's kind of disrespectful to blow right past an entire wars like this, but that's just kind of how I'm going to do it. So I'll live with it. Vietnam was another domino effect theory that was started way back. I'm talking JFK days, you know, this is talking about French controlling Vietnam days way back when. Once again, it was to fight communism, to fight the North Koreans coming down and whatever, whatever, whatever. It doesn't matter. So once again, the Cold War led to Korea and the Cold War led to Vietnam. So I think you guys might be picking up a trend here that uh, every war and every conflict we've had has directly led to the next war. So, I'm going to fast forward a little bit. After Vietnam, we had a period of, you know, pretty much peacefulness. You know, Jimmy Carter presided over a time when we actually weren't in conflict. Can you believe that? You know, people who are listening to this now, I bet you most of you have never been alive during a time when America wasn't at war with somebody. I hate to break it to you. We've been actively bombing countries since the 90s people don't talk about it but it's it's the way it goes so anyways getting into the 90s um iraq invaded kuwait and kuwait asked for our help so we got involved there wasn't necessarily anything about you know the previous wars that led to this one however when we got involved and we went to go help the poor kuwaitis slash you know make sure that oil is controlled and make sure we can get oil for cheap we stationed soldiers in an airbase in Saudi Arabia called Prince Sultan Air Base. Or the military guys call them PSAB. Prince Sultan Air Base is in Saudi Arabia. And uh, why is that important? Why is a certain base important? Because fast forward in probably, you know, 10 years or whatever to September 11, 2001, when Al-Qaeda attacked us, attacked the United States, they um, 
they attacked the United States for three reasons. Now, if anybody out there can name me those three reasons, I will be shocked. <laughs> I'm going to put that out there to you. And let me give you a little hint. It's not because they hated our freedom. And it's not because of whatever other made-up things that people are saying it is. I mean, people don't even know the reason. It's, it blows my mind to this day, 20 years later, that people don't know the reason. People have no idea the reason. I mean, there was a massive report that came out, the uh, 9-11 Commission report. And in this report, which is, I mean, kidding you, it's like 500 pages. There was one line that <laughs> that gave the cause that... Kaleem Sheikh Mohammed, who was the supposed mastermind of the attacks, he gave the reasons, and they put it in one line in this 500-page report. Blows my mind. Anyways, it's almost as if they didn't want anyone to know why they did it. Now, I, I don't know. For me, I would kind of would, I'm kind of interested in why. Why? But no one else is interested. Everyone just goes to sleep and doesn't care. Anyways, so here's the three reasons. Reason number one is our support of Israel. And once again, that's an entire another podcast episode, which I will definitely get into. Uh, reason number two is because we have been constantly bombing and attacking Iraq since Gulf War One. People think, oh, Gulf War One ended, Desert Storm, Desert Shield, whatever, whatever. It did not end Operation Northern Watch, things like that. We've been bombing and attacking Iraq since, I mean, the early 90s. That's just the way it is. And reason number three, are you guys ready to drum roll? Because we stationed soldiers in Prince Salt Air Base in Saudi Arabia. Saudi Arabia is the holy land, or contains the holy land of Mecca and Medina, for Islam. That is the reason that they attacked us. So once again, World War I, because of the sanctions led to World War II, the way World War II ended, led to the Cold War. Cold War led to Korea. Cold War led to Vietnam. And then when a different conflict happens, and we get involved in that one for Gulf War, directly led to September 11th, and the seemingly never-ending Operation Enduring Freedom and Iraqi Freedom and all the other freedoms that have given out there. Because we stationed soldiers in Saudi Arabia. That's something very few people don't know. So, why is this information important? Because... People need to know these things are connected and realize that when we get into conflicts like Libya or Syria or all the other dozens of places that we're bombing, because, spoiler alert, America is bombing multiple countries right this second. And how do I know that? Well, I was in the military and I was stationed in some funny places in countries called Africa we were bombing places like Yemen and Oman and Oman and Somalia. And you'd be surprised what's going on over there that people don't talk about. This is happening constantly at all times. So, will this lead to the next conflicts? You better believe it will. I mean, look at Iraq. Iraq, the second Iraq attempt led to ISIS. And ISIS led to Syria. And... I mean, I'll, I can get into a whole other podcast about the Kurds in Kurdistan and how we've quote-unquote supported them. And once again, I'm going to give you another book right now, which is abnormal. I don't usually give this many books and things like that, but I'm going to go ahead and give you one. It's called The End of Iraq. Um, I think the author's last name was like 
Oh, wait, I don't even know. So it's the G. Anyways, fantastic book. It's a little bit older and outdated, but it talks a lot about the inside ball that was played when it comes to Iraq since the 90s, since the 80s, since the Iran-Iraq war. And I know Americans are allergic to learning history and taking lessons from history. But if you listen to this, maybe you can expand your mind enough to think about things and learn things and pick up facts about how we used to give, you know, Saddam Hussein coordinates so he can gas the Kurds, even though we were supporting the Kurds, things like that. Very interesting stuff. But anyways, so when we're bombing these these other countries, we have to realize that we are making more enemies at all times. Now, is it going to be a major conflict? I don't believe so. I believe that it is going to be September 11th type attacks that are going to haunt us for the next couple decades. And, you know, because of this, quote unquote, we have to dump all this money into TSA and security and things like that because we are actively trying to blow our own feet off. (laughs) We have to spend money to make our feet move faster. You know, it's to me, it's kind of ridiculous. I was, uh, when I, like I said, I was in the military and I was working on an operation once and there was a, you know, quote unquote, bad guy in his house. And this is a true story. And we knew he was in his house and they, we knew that we, that he's with his family and his, you know, kids and stuff like that. And you know, great, great on America. We would not bomb the house. We would wait for him to leave. And so we had drones and F-15s and everything circling and watching this. And eventually he left to use the bathroom because he had an outside bathroom. Figured out who it was and we bombed him and blew him up. Okay, great. You know, hooray, story over, right? Incorrect. Story not over. He had three sons in there. And what do they know? They know that his dad, that their dad went out to go to the bathroom and got blown up. Do they know that he was a bad guy? And he, do we go by there and sit him down and say, listen, son, your father was a bad guy? No, that didn't happen. Those three, the, just those three kids are the future terrorists, you know? And I mean, I'm not by any means saying that what they're going to do is right, but I'm saying what, what they're going to do, we need to understand. We need to realize this is happening. We need to think about it. You know, we need to think about our actions before we do them. And another example, this is, you know, in Afghanistan, which is another place I've been, is we, there's, there's times there where the U.S. troops would, would bust into a neighbor, you know, some guy's house and drag him out and put him on a helicopter and, and fly him away. Imagine if you're a neighbor. You know, you're the neighbor of this guy. You're seeing this and you're seeing the Americans coming in and, and bagging people and, and tagging them and flying them away in helicopters in the middle of the night. Are you going to be friends of the Americans? Well, you may look like you are, but shit, if you're going to come bag me, sorry for the curse word there, if you're going to come bag and tag me and fly me away, uh, I'm going to pull a gun on you. And guess what? You pull a gun, that eh, you're a terrorist, bag them, throw them away, you know, put them in a prison, put them in Guantanamo or whatever happens to be, which Guantanamo is another story in itself. But, so, that's that's the main thing I want to say on this one is um, I'm not trying to give you my opinion on things. I know I probably did way too much. I'm just trying to use common rational sense to, to think about things, to, to make you think about things and uh, make you question what's going on and where we're at. And um, I'm going to date this episode right now as saying uh, it's towards the, the beginning of July in 2021. And President o, uh, Biden, oh wow, uh, President Biden uh, just abandoned Bagram Air Base, which is where I was at. And there's a lot of heat coming down about it and, you know, I'm going to go ahead and say right now, Afghanistan is probably going to fall into a civil war. Um, the Russians will probably come in again 
which is another interesting story, where the Russians came down there, which we'll talk more about the Russians. Um, but, you know, spoiler alert, they're, they're going to come back in because they need a warm water port more than they need anything else because all their ports freeze. So basically they're they're locked in for for months at a time. They can't defend themselves, quote-unquote defend themselves, which is a whole other story, which I'll get into later. So um, let's go to wrap it up before I start going down another rabbit hole <laughs> here. Um, at the end, like I always say, I try to give you guys... Um, Book recommendations. I think I give you a couple this time, which I don't mind. I like giving as many as I can because I want you guys to go out and research things. Um, you don't necessarily read the books. There are a lot of them on Audible or whatever you happen to do. Uh, one major thing that I do is I like to get Audible, and I'm not plugging it. My even though my book Complex City is on Audible um, for a low, low price of whatever. <laughs> Anyways, um, if I'm driving anywhere, I put on an audiobook, and more than more times than not. When I get to the place, I'm still I want to sit in the parking lot and keep listening. It's fantastic. Maybe that's just me because I'm a huge nerd, apparently. But anyways, so I'm gonna go ahead and tell you that um, the book I'm gonna recommend for this one is The End of a Wreck. I think it was Peter Gabriel or something like that was the guy's name. I think I gave some more recommendations in there, but for this one, I'll g- I'll give you that one because it really can open up your mind on on where everything's at. So um, that's it for this one. Thanks for listening. Um, And I will talk to you guys in a bit. All right.